Welcome everybody to a new episode of the Double Espresso Show. I'm Simone. And I am Claudio. And we... <laughs> I'm already laughing. <laughs> but it's very good. And so welcome everybody. <laughs> welcome. First of all, thank you all for the amazing feedback. I mean, the... The last episode, actually the one beforehand, the 36 questions to break up or to fall in love, has been the most liked episode, at least in terms of feedback. I mean, almost all my exes and many friends have wrote that like it was really good and that they really like wrote me a lot of feedback. Few we published, few we couldn't publish, but Thank you so much. We got it from US, from Germany, from Colombia. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, we got some from Japan. Not about the 36 questions, but about waking up early. And uh, people are actually True. waking up earlier. Yes, actually. Yeah, I have also a friend here who, like, actually, I don't know him. It's not a friend. It's a Twitter follower who also said that, uh, that uh, he's waking up early now, which is really cool. And also, I hope you notice we have a new logo thanks to Anna or at Sasha Skull on Instagram. And thank you so much, Anna. The logo is amazing. So it's, uh, as you can see, it's a drawing of me and Claudio and the color is that of coffee. And I love it. I love it so much. Thank you. So, Anna, thank you so much. she's a friend of mine from Russia and she's a great artist, a painter, a great photographer, really, really, really a great artist. And uh, you should go on yes. uh, at Sasha, S-Q-U-L-L, Sasha School, and, uh, or Skull. And, uh, it's, it's, it's Skull, you know. <laughs> but you don't know, because actually, actually it's also like, uh, I think it's short for a longer uh, last name. I don't know. Uh, it could be. We actually don't know. We need to ask her, <laughs> Anna, how do you pronounce Sasha School, like, or Skull, or whatever it is? Yes. <laughs> so, but we'll put the link in the notes for now and forever. Your your name is always going to be in our notes. But hey, you know what? Let's start with this episode. Let's go. So how can you support our podcast? Well, the logo is already taken, so you cannot make a new one <laughs> unless you're really, really amazing, but it's hard to beat. So what you could do, it's you could, for example, if there's anything you love to do in life, a topic, maybe you like to, uh, I don't know, watch Netflix or what's your superpower? So if you have any superpower, come as a guest uh, to our podcast. I guess me and Simone will be very happy to talk about things you like well totally. it shouldn't be netflix but yes for example we we're, we're having soon one about video games with a guest we're having soon one about find your inner strength with a guest we have probably another one about how to raise better girls in uh, in modern times with also a guest so we have guests coming but if you are an expert come as well yes because me and simone we don't have any more what to talk about <laughs> so we need you to come and inspire us which is which is not true because we have at least 10 but we have only 10 more than <laughs> that's it no no, no. We, we will talk forever it's hard to stop italians but if you don't have any superpower or nothing you really want to talk about then you can go to audibletrial.com slash double espresso and you know what you get right what you, you get, get a free book and uh, my suggestion for this week for you would be the subtle art of not giving a fuck, as we can say fuck in this uh, podcast. Yeah, so, so the book by Mark Manson. Yes. So the first quote from the book, I'm, I'm, I just got to, uh, the first one is, who you are is defined by what you're willing to struggle for. Because, you know, people want ah, to have nice. a good family, a good job, but at the end is what you want to struggle for that defines you. And then there's a longer quote that goes... That is a, uh, sorry, if I can just stop you one second. That is a very nice quote because, uh, you know, yeah. one one of my very good friends, he's just stuck in his job since forever. And, and, and it's sort of like, and he's not happy anymore, And but he doesn't do anything about it. And that's it. So he's not willing to struggle for more. And that a bit is, you know, now it's him. And it, it, it pains me to see him that way. And it pains his own life. 
Is it so, a verb to pain? Maybe. maybe. I don't know. Let's <laughs> I'm using it. <laughs> we could think about that. But yeah, I but really hey. like I really like that because uh, it really defines I mean everybody wants a good life, but at the end what are you willing to struggle for to get yeah. by? So that was uh, powerful. And then the longest quote that I'm going to read now. I'm trying to have a very good voice now, the radio voice. You are everyone you know are going to No, fuck. No. <laughs> 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 you, you literally are reading and we're, you, we're you not cutting this something. i'll go again you and everyone you know are going to be dead soon and in the short amount of time between here and there you have a limited amount of fucks and then my screen turned off <laughs> huh? what happened it was very good <laughs> start again start again yeah, my, uh, okay. chuck three you and everyone you know are going to be dead soon and in the short time between here and there, you have a limited amount of fucks to give. Very few, in fact. And if you go around giving a fuck about everything and everyone without conscious thought or choice, well, then you're going to get fucked. That's really cool. I really like this quote. Nice. Um, uh, and uh, well, I should have practiced it before, but uh, we got it by. Was good. I'm sure if you get the audiobook, it's gonna be much, much better. So I didn't want to set the expectation too much. Too much. But high. I'm going to put some. I'm gonna to put some very cool background music while you read that quote. So it's gonna sound amazing. Amazing. Very. And good. Uh, and to get this book, where should I go? You should go to audibletrial.com/doubleespresso, and that's how you support this podcast. Yes, and please, people, do that. If you're not subscribed to Audible, just try it because we get some money and uh, and it costs nothing to you. So it would be very nice if you would support us. Absolutely. Now, but now let's get deeper into the episode. And yes. Let's go to Casa Simone. Ciao, Baba. All right. So a lot of things have happened in the in the last uh, since the last time we talked, and uh, actually referring to what I said last time, um, there has been two things. I always talk one thing about my real casa, so the one with the family, and something about work. So first about my casa. So. As I said in the previous episode, I was a bit worried because I had to be alone with my kids and all it went well, obviously, because of course everybody always, survived. <laughs> everybody survived. And uh, so it means that like my wife slept uh, slept uh, out for, for one night and, you know, I have an eight months old. So it's a bit, you know, it was a bit challenging, but it was fine. You know, I just have to wake up at night and give her some milk. No, no, no big deal. The thing is now, for example, my wife is planning to go again away for like two nights and it's absolutely no problem. She, you know, like she was saying, do should I stay home? Should I not go? It's two nights, it's a lot. And, you know, it would be so easy to just tell her, yeah, stay home. But the point is that as a man, you need to be confident enough that you can also raise your kids. And trust me, it's not a normal thing. So I have so many friends and people I know, they just, they don't stay home with their small kids if they are guys i can tell you She's one thing simone so when I, you, yeah. I was in italy like a few weeks ago and uh, yeah. i took my niece for a trip so we drew for like two hours we went to see an aquarium and we spent the whole day together so that day i got a phone call from my mother the father and the mother of the kid Georgia, my niece. So, and you have to know that none of this person has ever called me in the last 20 years that I moved abroad, <laughs> ever, ever. So it was very interesting in the same day to get a call from all these people that they never, they messaged me, but they never called me. But that day looked yeah. like, you know, I wasn't able to deal with a kid. Absolutely. So. And, but, you know, I, I think it's both coming often from the mother, but also from, from the guys because they just accept that. So, for example, like I have this friend who she always leaves parties at midnight because the husband cannot, you know, sleep the whole night with a kid and the kid is like two year old. And it's like, what? Like, what and another guy you know when i said i'd be home with both for like a couple of days like he's also father of two he said like oh my god you're 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 a hero i've never been more than five hours with them and i'm like 
what? Like, who is? Gr- I don't know. I I just cannot get this kind of stuff. I know, it's, it's I insane. know. But it's it's deeply at least uh, if we talk about Italy again in the culture. So again, my sisters do. No, no, no. Do... I'm talking Finland. I'm talking Finland. Okay, I'm talking okay. other countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. None none of these people I know are from Italy. So the other countries, and it's it's interesting. It's very interesting. But yeah, anyway, I survived, so I can handle kids, which is pretty cool. But can you <laughs> handle China? That's the other, like, uh, yeah, what so we want to know. I've been, I've been to China for the first time <laughs> in my life, and it was pretty amazing. So the first day, so I, I went to Shanghai, which is, uh, which is uh, like 25 million people, I think second biggest city in the world. So it's and, like five uh, we, times Finland and uh, what is it? Three. Yes. I need to Google how many people actually in New York. I don't really know. Let me check. I think it's eight. So it's uh, four times New York. And uh, but the thing is that like uh, w- if you have to Google something, Google 20 years Shanghai skyline, because the thing is that China has changed a lot in 20 years. The thing is Shanghai has no skyline 20 years ago and now it had it has a huge skyline which is incredible if you think that everything like when you when you you think about new york like everything has been built apart from the freedom tower everything has been built you know before the 80s basically and and there everything has been built like now like in six months like buildings that weren't there now are there and they are higher than many countries have you know it it's really insane how much they're growing also what like one thing I want to talk about, maybe even in an episode, was like, I've seen China and I now I know we are all doomed. And it's because they are so many and they are a very opportunistic country and uh, and people. And they went from being just copycat, you know, they would just, you know, copy something that we have and, you know, make it, you know, made in China. But now when everything is made in China, actually what they do is that they make better copies of what we have. So, for example, I saw my car which is a Hyundai, like a, a big Hyundai. Like I saw it, an electric version there from, uh, from um, you know, brand that doesn't exist in anywhere else in the world. So it's their own brand. And they made themselves a better version of what we have in the rest of the world. That version does not exist for Hyundai, you know. So, and every single uh, moped, Vespa, everything is electric now. Nowadays, but also so, in New York, you know, also we, in New York, I've noticed like there's a lot of electrical vehicle probably coming yeah. from China, and uh, and the the biggest thing is about mobile phone. So Chinese they skip the whole desktop experience. So they haven't had Windows XP, Windows Vista. They went straight to mobile, and that means that they have stuff on mobile that we cannot even imagine. So for example, let's take one app that they use for everything. So WeChat. So WeChat, I've heard about it before, but I never like used it. And it looks like WhatsApp, but actually when you start using it, you find out that it's actually WhatsApp, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Amazon, Tinder, Foursquare, Yelp, Apple Pay, and many, many others. I mean, some apps that are inside, everything is inside one app. Like you can pay, order coffee, order food, pay your rent, find your rent, find your apartment, find clothes, everything inside WeChat. And there's stuff that we haven't even invented yet here. So for example, when you have to go to a, a club, you can check how many people are there. So you can check, you know, how many, wow. how, how red is the location, even in a park. So, you know, should you go to that park? Or not like how many people are there wow it's insane that's cool and when you and also like was fun because like i i went out basically every night i drank more in uh, five days than in the past six (laughs) months (laughs) and like like uh, every night we would go out like i was trying to look on google where these guys you know my colleagues from shagai would say like yeah go in that place and i google it and there was not on Google. Like I couldn't find it because they don't have Google. So it's not, it's not ranked in Google. These places, these guys were saying. So but then it's in I would WeChat. go. It's Baidu. Well, it's Baidu. Uh-huh. Then I would go to Baidu, and then I would find it. And the website, the whole website is a QR code. So in the QR code, you scan the QR code with WeChat, and you get to the website on WeChat. Like it's it's incredible. And uh, the other thing, the last thing I want to say about the, the China that was very fun, it was that I went with a client, but it was so fun and they were so nice. And uh, uh, so it was not a normal sort of client, <laughs> but it was it was very nice. So it, for example, one night, I, I remember this night. So it was like 
1 a.m. We came home. We had the meeting at 10 the next day. We're like, okay, let's go home now. Let's go to sleep. I go back to my room. Then I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm a bit hungry. I'm going to go get something to eat because I'm, you know, a bit hungry now. And I go downstairs and I ask, so where can I get dumplings? And they tell me where they, you can go there. Like they have dumplings the whole night. I was like, all right, I go there. And I go there and there's already my colleague with a client <laughs> eating <laughs> and drinking beer. And they're like, yeah, we ordered the whole menu. Just come here and sit with us. And while we are there laughing and sitting after like half an hour comes the other client <laughs> also hungry. <laughs> so then we stayed there until four, like, you know, these sort of stories. And like for every night there was something happening. So it, does WeChat as a tracking like app that tracks your friends? And uh, no, it's not WeChat. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, every like you get like the government tracks everything that goes in WeChat, by the way. So everything is under the scrutiny of the government. But I really like it. I might go back in August or September and I'm really looking forward to it actually because it was really, really nice. That's it. So that was for me, the casa. And now let's go to New York. Live from New York. Live from New York. Casa Claudio. And finally, in New York, after three episodes in Finland, I'm actually in New York. So the yes. jingle was, was perfect. And uh, so updates, you mentioned Apple Pay and actually thanks to you, I, I also install Apple Pay into my phone. Yes, <laughs> That's a I have it too. Amazing update because the pleasure of paying with your phone, you're anyway texting when you're at the, you know, cashier. So you just uh, yes. <laughs> touch with your phone, the machine and you pay. So it's really, really amazing. And, uh, and that, well, in New, in, in New York, they do have Apple Pay. In Finland, they don't, but I, now I have it as well. And, uh, and uh, so when, when uh, they ask, so how do you pay? And I'm like, with a card. And, and then I just use my phone. So it's very cool. Or your watch, <laughs> or your watch, no? Yeah, I mean, the watch is a bit more like, it's, it's not as uh, easy uh, actually. Like uh, it's better with the phone, yeah. And uh, now one update that you said drinking. So I'm still not drinking by the way. So since pretty much December, um, nice. uh, I'm going strong with my non-drinking 2017. So at least... I no worry, I'm drinking for you. Yes, <laughs> yes, the balance, it's important. I think if you, if you have a friend, you can balance that way also. It's, it's good. You eat my gluten also and milk, most probably. Yeah. And uh, Any other update? Yeah, no, I have many other updates. So one, I'll, I'll leave it for later. But uh, one is that probably I'm going to buy roller skates. I decided that what? there's, I, I posted on my Instagram, there's this association, the Central Park Dance Skaters Association. And these guys are amazing. They dance house music every weekend and they dance on their roller skates and it's just so much fun. I think I'm going to give it a try. So, uh, Like as, as in rollerblade, like the one in line. No, no, no. They actually have the four wheels. And, the uh, four wheels? Yes. So the actual skates. Yes. What? Yes. Like what? what really and it's so cool i mean it's really really cool so i'm i'm, I'm in love Whoa. and uh i'm definitely gonna you're do... such a hipster i am i am i am <laughs> and uh yeah other news i got people visiting all the time here in new york i'm trying to convince my sister to come so i i force her actually i i told her why you won't come i'll buy your flight anyway so you don't really have to nice uh yeah and on top of this i'm going to chicago for work uh next week that's going to be nice. I got only once I was in Chicago stuck because of the, it was a snowstorm, like something. Not true. Blizzard. Actually, yeah, Not we, we had, we had, yeah, we had it in the episode. Yeah. I remember. Yes, yes, yes. That you were stuck. Yeah. And then I'm in Finland in uh, mid June. I'm going to be in Finland for uh, a Smartly birthday. It's going to be four years. Yes. But it's four years old. Yeah. It's going to be a great party. So how long, how long are you going to stay? Do we have time to record? I hope so. I hope so. I'm going to be a week, something like that. So maybe 10, nice, 10 nice. days. Nice, nice. Good. And, uh, uh, it would be good to, rec to record. Yeah, maybe. And, uh, how about this Martly birthday? Can I come? <laughs> uh, I think so. I think so. Only I don't remember who we were not supposed to invite. There's a little. Uh, yeah, but I'll tell it. Probably you were allowed uh, to. So that should be an open party. Uh, I have friends there, so it should be okay. And I mean, if you're if you're allowed to bring a partner, I can come as uh, as your avec. <laughs> yes, yes. Since you 
like you also got so many people hired as smartly. I guess you get a, a spot at our birthday. Nice. And nice. Uh, and then my last update, that probably is the most important one, and is that after the 36 questions and reason to stay together breakup, well, I broke up. So I'm uh, I'm now. Don't be surprised. You knew that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm playing here. I'm playing. <laughs> okay. I'm playing the host. So, I'll do it again. Uh, and after the episode, I broke up. Mm, I know. <laughs> no, now you have to be sad. Anyway. That's, uh, sorry. Well, yeah. No. No, but uh, you did break, break up. Yeah. It was, uh, no, let's be serious. So I, I told actually Hilla that I was going to announce this on the podcast and uh, because maybe actually we will have an episode about breaking up in general that could be mm. very interesting but yeah, I mean as sad as it is to start all over again on my what is going to be my 40th, 40th year this year uh, but you know I'm in New York and uh, I guess I will survive as a single man in New York uh, but it was, it, was, uh, it was tough I mean it was a tough decision there were things that worked very well others that didn't work very well. So at the end, Obviously. Uh, as we will talk in this episode, more related to not relationship, but work. Uh, at some point, you need to make a decision. And uh, we sat down together and we took that decision. And now we're both hopefully happier. That's the, the hope here. But enough yeah. with the sad news. I guess. It's no, it's not. It's not. It's not a sad news because you know what it is. It's uh, it's. It's a new beginning also. No, definitely. It's not only. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. But I don't want people uh, to, you know, be too sad. Actually, if you know anybody single in New York, let me know. That's the... <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's important. I mean, I'm, uh, I, I agree. It's very important. Uh, uh, and yesterday I spoke with like a, a friend that she's telling me that uh, uh, married, not happy in this relationship, what to do. So there's all this like always situation and it's uh, it's tough and i actually advise her to do the 36 questions because probably mm. if you do that with somebody you don't love you will figure out that hmm probably we shouldn't be together that's mm. uh and uh, yeah it was actually fun so it was one uh, one of my um, well my ex so she she also wrote that she did it with her you know now husband and uh, and it was very good to do it together. And then she sent the link to all her friends, and so the whole her friends were doing the questions. And all I could think was, why did you send the link from the New York Times and not the link to our podcast? Yes, yes, <laughs> that's yeah. what you should share. <laughs> yes, when we put some very interesting link, please like uh, share the podcast, not the. Otherwise, I stop putting links. <laughs> But hey, the breaking up, the starting again, it's a perfect hook for this episode. Today, we're gonna talk about that in life, you either live with a purpose or you don't really live. And in work is very similar. You either move up or you move on. If you're listening to this podcast, you're not a person who can just stay in the same position for 10 years and never better yourself you know like my friend the one i told about you before does honestly i think we're gonna, we're a... gonna lose a lot of friends <laughs> with this podcast. yeah yeah totally you always say my friend and they're probably all, all of them think like yeah it's me he's talking about me no but honestly honestly if if you're part of an advanced western society and the data from the analytics shows us that 95 percent of the listeners are Really, you should either move up or move on. And what does that mean is that we both, me and Claudio, had several jobs and uh, and we quit some maybe comfortable position for having way higher stress and challenges in life. And so today, what we talk about are the good reasons for you to quit your job. And uh, I don't know if you have a jingle, but I want to say that I think higher stress, it's maybe not, not more stress, I would say... When you move, you have different kind of stress. I mean, better challenges. Yeah. Probably that why you quit a job is because the challenges you have, they're not the good ones for you. Again, like connecting in the beginning, you know, they're not the kind of uh, uh, things Who that you you're are, willing to struggle for. But what you're willing to struggle for. Exactly. So, and but we have exactly, we have seven, seven big reasons. There, there's many more. I mean, you know, 
many, many more we can find and many more you probably can find or can think of. But we just gathered few and, you know, we, we found these like seven bigger themes. And uh, I can start by saying that when all you think about is the money, it's not the war for you. We spend so much time at work that it shouldn't be just about the money. It should be something we enjoy, something we can contribute, something that can help us growing. And uh, of course, you should get paid for it. Of course, it should be the level that you think you're worth. But when all you think about, I'm not going to do it because I don't get enough I or something like that, then you are in the wrong position. Yeah, and they, I think they also prove motivation-wise for a boss is very bad to motivate people with more money. Normally, it doesn't work. If people are not motivated at their work, it's not the money issue. It's, it's not giving more money that will solve the problem. Yeah, and uh, I mean, for personal experience, I can tell that like... Uh, in, in many jobs I've done, like there, there was a moment where maybe like I, you know, I thought it was all about the money. And then when I got, you know, when I got actually where I thought that I would deserve. So, for example, right now, I think I get exactly what I deserve. And it's great. Like, you know, you don't think about the money, you just think about the work and it's great. So that's that's a big thing. So in the past, there has been sometimes where, you know, I was thinking about just about the money and then I was thinking, OK, then maybe this is not the job for me. And yeah, then I, you know, changed. So that's a big, one big reason. No, another big reason to quit uh, a job, I believe, is micromanaging. And that's very common in so many places. But basically, you get hired to do, like everybody has figured out already everything you have to do. So they don't give you like problems that you need to come up with a solution, but they pretty much tell you like, that's what you have to do, A, B, C, D, and so on and so on. And uh, lastly, I mean, my sister, she was hired in some position. And in this place, the boss was just, it was a family business, you know, where just uh, mm. uh, they think they know everything and they, uh, they don't hire people that they're better than them. So they just hire people to do the stuff that they cannot do the same way that they were doing it. And they, yeah, so it's basically more assistant than actual. Yeah, and they believe work. it's the best way. So the business never grows, never changes, and you never have yeah. to, you cannot contribute compared with like, you know, this is a problem, come up with a solution that it's uh, yeah. way more interesting. So if you have are being micromanaged at the moment, maybe you should think, is this the right place for you? And also like something that uh, based on micromanaging, but it's like, uh, it's not always a problem and a solution. It can be also just like, you know, I need an outcome. Well, I guess that's the solution, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't care how you get to the outcome. I just need an outcome and I know a bit what I want, but, you know, surprise me. And that is, for example, what I do with, you know, with the people I manage. That is just like, you know, we need to do that. And you have the free table. Just, you know, find out how to do it. Find out what you need. Ask me if you need any help, of course. But that's like how I think it should be. And also like that's how they do it with me that I like a lot. Is that like, you know, they care mostly about the outcome. And then the way I got there, it's, you know, sort of like my own learning to it. Yeah, no, absolutely. That, that's, that, that's really That's cool. very important. And something in software, you never go to the developers like we need a red button here. You go to the developers like, okay, customers is trying to do this. That's the issue. And how do we solve yeah. this? And then they yeah. will come up with completely different solutions because they know the software better. And uh, so you go like with the What's the problem? Now, here's the solution that we want to code because otherwise it's, it's micromanaging, but also there might be much better solutions for that problem. And it's also very important from, from the superiors, you know, it has to come from higher like to give you that, you know, that confident or that trust that you can actually no, do it. Absolutely. You know, like, That's a leadership. For issue. example, when, you know, when, when, uh, like I have sometimes my, like the one I'm managing, like she comes to me, it's like, so which picture am I going to use? For example, there's like, you know, six pictures and they all look pretty similar to me. So, you know, whatever I would say, it's, it, it as much value as whatever she would say pretty much, but it's just like, you know, the confidence of like telling her, you know, whatever you think it works. And then if it doesn't work, well, next time we do something different. You know, it's also like, it's about learning as well. No, absolutely. Like giving space, uh, space to learn, that's very important. Otherwise you're not really growing. So that's not a, if you're being micromanaged, you, you don't have the space to grow in your job. And that's definitely a good reason to quit. Yes. Number three, you're not doing the things that make you great. 
With that, I mean, for example, when I was living with Claudio some years ago, I was working uh, for a different company. It was not even in advertising. It was actually in the banking and the security business. And I was an order manager, meaning that I had order to produce in Finland coming from all over Europe. Uh, every day I wrote and spoke five different languages. And that was pretty much all there was to it, being a polyglot. So <laughs> that, I mean, like, and, you know, when I would be back to Italy, I would explain maybe my, or, you know, some friend and people are like, oh, that's so cool. You speak, you know, right, five languages every day. And I'm like, yeah, but is being a polyglot what I'm, you know, made of? I don't know. Like, I've always felt more like an artist. Like, I have this need. Could you give like, us a, a 20 seconds, five languages, uh, uh, like, uh, <laughs> phone call like you will just answer the, the the phone for two seconds no we have not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be a monkey here thank you but uh, i i've lived in germany i lived with spanish people i lived in italy i'm speaking english and now i live in finland so there you get your your five languages but Simone uh, doesn't like, like to be micromanaged see a good example <laughs> for you <laughs> Uh, so anyway, I, but I can tell you something about the language which is pretty cool. No, we yesterday, don't care anymore. Sorry. Yeah, no, fuck you. And I'm going to tell you. <laughs> yesterday, yesterday I was in the car with my daughter and uh, came. I, there was a Spotify playlist and first came a Finnish song, then came a Spanish song, then an Italian song, and then an English song. And I was singing all of them four and she was singing actually three of them. And I thought that was pretty cool. Yes. Like thinking that, that, that for example, my parents never listened to anything. We didn't have a radio at home nothing in the car so i thought that you know i don't know what it gives you to her but at least some exposure anyway <laughs> uh, what i was saying is that i've always felt more like an artist so that that means that i need to create art so for example even with this podcast is just about creating something and of course <laughs> well, we are consuming. Call, call it something and let's not call it art. something not, <laughs> like... not art i'm not gonna say art but it's something and that's why then i moved into advertising because it was something where you have to come up with 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 well, with something you know with something creative all the time and i mean right now i am officially a creative that's that's my job title creative so you know that was a good reason to quit the job for me was the understanding that even if i was getting enough money even if i was you know traveling i was traveling a lot more than i've ever traveled again in my life i but but that was not enough you know so if you're not doing the things that make you great or that make you feel great then it's a good reason to quit so i think we have uh, all like our call in life again what do we give a fuck about or what are our, our talents and uh, there's a lot of jobs that are very comfortable, but they're not the jobs that you really can express yourself. So it's really good. As you said, this was a very comfortable job, but it wasn't really maybe challenging you enough. At exactly. Growing on the, I mean, you could have spoke Spanish better, German better, Finnish better, but that wasn't your goal in life. And, uh, exactly. And uh, as much as it was a nice job, it was uh, it took some courage, you know, to do something that probably the moment you jump, especially you jump to something that you're actually not sure. Am I good at this or not? Because, oh, yeah, I can about, about the language. I can tell you when when they well, actually, fun story how they hired me. I went to the CEO of this company and uh, and uh, I, I asked him to go have a beer with me. Then I put my CV on the table and I was like, uh, we're going to go home once you have hired me. So let's see how many beers it's going to take. And it took about four beers for him to decide to, to hire me. And bad. then once a month later when I started and the first thing there was a meeting and it was in Finnish and I had no idea what they were talking about because I've never been, you know, doing advertising in yeah, Finnish yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. So they were, they were talking about FASE. I had like, what, what is FASE? And it was a way of saying Facebook. And then, you know, like it was a slang all word, slang, like all yeah, this yeah, thing. Yeah, my God, it was so bad. But, you know, good challenges. No, it's 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 tough to, to, to change. And I think, uh, again, it's easy to be stuck in your own job and complain all the time. And uh, people like to complain. That's number four, that if, if you're complaining, Either you have some other issues in life or you're a complainer in general, or this is just not the right place for you. And uh, again, yeah. I don't think, well, 
people, there's a lot of people that don't have a job. Let's say there's what, 10, 15% of the people, they, they don't have a job. But when I think your companies is hiring, Smartly is hiring. I know so many companies that they're hiring. So there are so many jobs out there. And uh, I, I believe there is there are so many opportunities and complaining is just a waste of, you spend so much time at work, so many hours, like seven, eight, nine, ten 10 hours a day at work. And if you're, it's if crazy. You, when you go home, you then complain about work. It makes it even longer. So now you're spending even more hours at work because when you complain about work, then you're still working pretty much. You're not recharging yes. or relaxing. So the more you complain, the longer you work in a job that you actually don't like. So quit that shit. Yes. And uh, yes. And go and do something that you give a fuck. And about. honestly, it's easy to like. It's sort of easy to quit. Also, like you know, look for something else at the same time. Like, what is your call? You know. But yeah, uh, number five is uh, is that you're not learning anymore. So once you've been there and you're very comfortable, there might be a moment where you're not learning, you're not doing anything exciting anymore. So that's, for example, is the reason why I left my last job. So the last six months in that job, or maybe even maybe a bit more, like I was helping a lot. I was helping everyone, but I don't think much anyone was helping me grow. So there wasn't like a meeting where, you know, I would go out and be like, yeah, let's, you know, Let's do this. Like, this is now a big challenge. Like, everything felt sort of easy. And uh, and that's, you know, for me, that that is not enough. You know, again, it was comfortable. There were bonuses. So it was not about the money. It was about then not learning anymore. Yeah, I think... And now I'm now I'm learning a lot. Like, now I'm the last, you know, one of the... No, we're not last. But like, you know, middle part. And there's so many people on top that they know so much more. And it's so inspiring to just listen to them, even just the way they think, you know, the way they create things. And oh, it's just... No, it's a very sweet spot to be in the middle. I mean, uh, if you if, if you can dream to be in a spot, just be in the middle that, you know, you have something to learn from the top like guys and then you can teach to exactly. the other exactly. half of the room. Yeah. And uh, yeah. if you're always the one inspiring and uh, uh, and uh, giving challenges to everybody, then you 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 don't have anything to learn. So it's uh, it's not as uh, cool of a position. That's why I like to be also as smartly where I am now because there's so many smart people and uh, I get to learn every day. Like I, I get so many challenges and I feel like that I'm struggling that I have to catch up. And it's a uh, it's a good feeling if you like to learn. Obviously, I mean not everybody. Probably. Exactly, and. And I totally, yeah, I can, you know, jump on that. Like that it's this feeling of like, I'm struggling. I'm, I'm like, you know, what, how can I finish my day? You know, like there's so much to do. And then you have, you know, those that maybe are a bit, you know, like, uh, you know, they're under you and then they are also struggling and they ask for help. And then you have those moments where you can help them and a bit feel better because, you know, you, you are helping them. You can breathe you know like, that, oh. I know you can breathe a bit, yeah. Even even if then your own work is then piling up in the background, <laughs> but still, it's 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 a good feeling and uh, and it's great. And also, like uh, I love here, at least in Finland. I guess it's the same in the US. Uh, but I didn't have that experience in Italy, for example, which is that like you know you you are growing someone so that one day they can be you know as high as you are or higher. So there's not the fear of, you know, them taking your job. So that was always in Finland, like always my bosses were always like, you know, waiting for the moment that I would step up and yeah. be in their, in their it's position. It's like a elevate, don't delegate. That's the... Exactly. Yes. And, and so that, and that has always happened to me, like uh, in Finland. So I really, really like this country because of it, for example. Yeah, I like the culture too. I like the culture. It's really, really amazing. And yeah. Uh, yeah, number six, uh, that to me was the number one reason why I quit my own startup, Blue Blue, uh, that where you're not aligned anymore with the company culture. So actually, we never we never mentioned Blue Blue. Do you want to give a small? So BlueBlue.com that is still alive, so you can go and subscribe. <laughs> is uh, it was it is this uh, a place to learn languages that pretty much was born in 2012 and the idea was that if you teach a computer which words do you know the computer is able to find content at your level that you can understand like 90 95 percent and then you will learn the rest of the words uh, because they're in context and uh, it makes it so easy 
and yeah it's actually it's beautiful it's working i tried it myself for lithuanian russian and uh, uh, spanish it really improves your capabilities of understanding the language so that when you actually mm -hmm. go to a country say you're learning spanish you go there now you can understand so much better what people are saying and then in your broken spanish you can communicate so it doesn't teach you the how to formulate in a proper grammatical way but ideally you will learn that by just understanding the language so that bueno, was pues yo creo que para aprender perfecto español tiene que hablar con, con los españoles de España sí. <laughs> claro, que sí. claro que sí I, I know a little bit no, but it was it was nice. I I did I did actually do some Swedish there. I don't remember anything, but I did uh, I did that. Yeah. So I spent three years there. It was uh, an obsession of mine, and then I realized that with the team there was no alignment anymore. The company culture we didn't take care of that. We focused too much on the day to day. We never stopped by and think, okay, what are our values? Uh, what do we believe in? And everybody ended up believing in different things. So we were all building things for different reasons and you could tell there was not a good alignment. Uh, so at the end, I also realized that I couldn't learn in, the, in that environment, like how to scale this company from five, six people that we were to 500 people. How do you grow a company from, you know, a bunch of friends to a big enterprise? And uh, yeah. that's why I decided to leave. Uh, probably it's a little bit of the learning but mostly I felt that the values were not aligned and it doesn't make sense to be in a company where you don't, uh, I mean, you're not aligned with most of the team in there. Yeah. And then uh, as the last point, maybe you just need a new mountain to climb. So sometimes it's as simple as that. So it could be that you just lose the purpose and that you just want to climb a higher mountain. So we said already many times, you want new challenges, you're not learning anymore. But even if maybe you are learning, you could have still some smaller challenges. Well, there are bigger, greater mountains out there. And so you maybe just want to, you know, put yourself out there and see what you're made of. Once again, yeah, and again, it Sorry, going back to the quote you just said, you are defined by what you're willing to struggle for. Yeah, and one job that was good for you five years ago, maybe it's not good for you anymore because you are a different person. Exactly. You, you, you have different challenges. My phone is ringing. My phone is uh, ringing. Dame, dame, <laughs> dame second, dame second. Yeah, so Claudio's phone was ringing and now we're back. <laughs> uh, you got a package. Uh -huh. what, did you, what did you get? I got, I got a delivery. I got meat. Uh, asparagus, avocado, uh, a lot of other delicious stuff. Ah, nice, so nice. I do, I do my shopping online. Nice. But uh, yeah, so while you actually <laughs> were there, I finished my trip because I'm now using Flight Fox all the time after you suggested it in our episode, Fly Smart. So I bought a flight to Italy in the same time you were having that call. It's pretty cool. I had a friend that it was like, that was here in New York and... Uh, the phone was always full. It couldn't take picture. I was like, well, you obviously haven't checked the episode about traveling on our podcast because then you would have uh, clearly fixed your phone before the trip and made space. So exactly. guys, you should go back to the episode if you're traveling Number soon, three. especially because summer is coming. Summer, summer is, coming. is coming. So you want to travel smart. Travel smart. And, uh, and, this was and also a it's a good time to think, should you quit your job or exactly. not? That's a good time. It's a very good time. So we said many, seven different things, but there's probably many more. But honestly, there's many more things out there if you're not happy, if you don't have a purpose, or if you just want a new mountain to climb, quit your job. Yes, and, and give us feedback. We would like to know, do you like your job? Why you like your job? Or why do, don't you like your job? Okay, if you like your job, we will publish you on the podcast. If you don't like it, we will keep you anonymous. We won't tell anybody. <laughs> but still, we would like to know what keeps you at your current position and why would you want to change? Or maybe why you are afraid to change. So that, that would be very interesting. We, me and Simone, we're quite crazy. We change like, uh, we, we like adventure. But you know that, you know that uh, now I'm actually like, I'm thinking that like, could I stay here like 20 years? Like, could this be a place to stay, you know, very, very long time? So I don't know. 
I guess it's only been one year, so I'm still like very new in it. So I'm <laughs> yeah. still very excited. That's what they that's what they tell me about New York. It's like wait two, three years and then you'll tell me if you want to stay here forever. Of so course you uh... wanna stay there forever. So <laughs> hey, let's go to the books we're reading. I read a book about this sort of thing once. Are you sure it was a book? Are you sure it wasn't nothing? Oh yeah. Muhammad is the most commonly used name on earth. Read a fucking book for once. Books have given me a magic portal to connect with people of the past and the present. I know I shall never feel lonely or powerless again. Right. Yes, the book we are not reading. I'm still at the subtle art of not giving a fuck. <laughs> And uh, this year, I'm definitely slightly slower than last year. Yeah, so it's good uh, that we did the, pod, the last episode. What uh, you know was uh, what 200 books uh, have taught me. So hope, like, luckily, we're old before you moved to New York when you actually had time to read. Yes, but now here it's so cool. I mean, uh, if you think, well, again, New York. Yesterday, I went to this. Uh, uh, what was it? War. How do you Memorial call it? Day. Like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I went to this museum and they intrepid. So the name of the boat where you have the planes, and they, uh, the, the, it's a war, whatever. I need, I will have to Google. Yeah, I don't know. It? But anyway, it's a, it's a museum on a boat. It's a war museum. There's like planes and there's a shuttle. There is a Concorde. It's a really oh, wow. uh, cool museum. So there's so many things to do in New York that if you have to think, should I read or should I explore the city? Definitely, you go out and explore Absolutely. the city. So it's a. Uh, but no worries. And I had my Kindle with me, but I. You know, no worries because again, we balance each other. So before you were reading a lot, now I'm reading a lot. Because so, <laughs> I have nice. Time. So what I'm reading is uh, something which I really, really advise. This is maybe the first book that I can say everybody should buy, which is The Daily Stoic by Ryan Holiday. And uh, it's the author of Growth Hacker Marketer, Marketing and uh, Ego is the Enemy. So the Daily Stoic is the perfect book for toilet and to start the day. So it's uh, usually hard to decipher the words of Stoic philosophers, you know, such as, I don't know, Epitectus or Marcus Aurelius and all of those, you know, Seneca. But like this book just does just that. So every page is uh, there's few Stoic lines and then there's the explanation in modern terms. So you don't need more than one page. And that's why uh, there is the date on top. And there are 36, 366 pages as the days in a, in a year. So there is one per day. And that's how I start my day nowadays. So I wake up, I put the phone away, I go to the toilet, I read one page. Then I think about what I just read while brushing my teeth, dress up, and then I go out when I take my phone in my hands again. And uh, I have it here in my hands, now the book. So I want just to check, like, for example, um, like the one yesterday, I'm not going to read the philosopher war. So there is like, for example, yesterday, there was three lines from Seneca, you know, let all your efforts be directed to something. Let it keep that end in view. It's not activity that disturbs people, blah, blah, blah. But then there's the explanation of it, which is like having an end in mind is no guarantee that you'll reach it. But not having an end in mind is a guarantee you won't. And then there's the old explanation on how you should reach your goal. And if you don't know what your goal is, how do you know when you're going to reach it? And the answer is that you cannot. And so you're driven into failure or worse, into madness because you don't know what they're doing. So this was yesterday. And now when we got about today, thinking that we talked about work, there is like five lines. Uh, again, I'm not going to read them from Epictetus. Uh, but... The translation is, what are the chances that the busiest person you know is actually the most productive? We tend to associate busyness with goodness and believe that spending many hours at work should be rewarded. Instead, evaluate what you're doing, why you're doing it, and where accomplishing will take you. If you don't have a good answer, then stop. Which is exactly what we talked about today. And this is... It's perfect. Yeah, and, it's this, the oracle. Is, and this is May... 30th, working hard or hardly working. So every every day 
there is a different one. And I think it's it's a really perfect toilet book. <laughs> like it's No, it's really good. I'm actually reading it also. And uh, uh, in the beginning, the exercise I was doing, I was actually reading it. And every day I was uh, sitting down and writing 10 minutes about the topic. Ah, uh, nice. Yeah, so to take it a little bit more serious. And I've done, I think I've done three months. Uh, so till March. But yeah. I've read till, uh, till May, June. Uh, probably. Exactly. So I'm still uh, reading. It's very interesting. It's how to apply Stoic philosophy to Mother's Day. And uh, and you can get it on uh, audibletrial.com <laughs> no, slash actually, uh, yeah, double espresso. You could, but actually this one, I, I suggest you take it uh, as a physical book because it's good to have it in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, hey, Welcome back to Finland. That's it. Yes. Welcome back to Finland, Claudio. Next episode, you're probably going to be here. Yeah, we're going to do it live. It's been always, it's getting challenging to get the schedule out to register. So New York, it's now, it's 4 p.m. Around almost 4 p.m. Yeah. What is the, what is the... Uh, here is almost 11 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. So you should be asleep. I should be at work. Yes. The, uh... <laughs> Pretty much. But no, what we do is that we're here for you. So... We you, do it for you for, guys, for, so for that you, you wake up early, us. you quit your job, you read books in the toilet, and uh, travel smart because you don't have a job anymore. But you have and, money, uh, you have money in the bank because you have because invested. Because you saved. <laughs> That's it. Connect the dots. That's it. I mean, at the end of the year, my God, this is really fun. Okay, hey, thank you very anyway, much. Thank you, everybody. You Send us feedback. Don't forget about the feedback. It's very important. Tell us if this is shit. If you like it, we don't need to hear. You can just share the episode. Okay? Go on Facebook, share the link, and tell everybody, oh, my God, this is the most amazing, like, 36 questions you have ever heard in your life. And share our link, not the, the New York Times. Yes. Share <laughs> Double Espresso. This link. is why I quit my job. Boom. And uh, Ooh, you can reach us on uh, every social media there is out there, even if we are not really using Twitter, but we are using a lot Instagram and uh, Facebook. So Double Espresso Show. That's it. Ciao. Ciao.